Well, our Richard Zussman is back from vacation, ready to talk about heading back to school and everything else that's going on. He joins us now. Good morning, Richard. Hi, Simi. It's good to be back. How are you doing? Good. Nice to have you back. How was your holiday? It was excellent. We spent some time uh, up island on Vancouver Island. It was fantastic. Beautiful I know. So nice. Right? So yeah, nice to travel great. the province. I did the same thing. Uh, now we're all thinking about back to school. You've got two kids as well heading back to school. How are you talking about this with them? Yeah. So, you know, the first conversation obviously is about, you know, do we feel comfortable sending the kids back to school? And I think we've made the decision that for now uh, they will go back uh, into kindergarten and grade four at the school just down the street here, but we will not be sending them uh, to their after school care program, which is outside of the school uh, separately. And so that was the first round of conversations uh, we had to have. And then in terms of talking to the kids, it's just about you know, understanding that things are going to be different. And I think we've heard that a lot from Dr. Henry. And um, one of the tough things, though, is they, they can't really see what it will look like before they go back on September 10th. It's going to be a bit blind in terms of, you know, we understand that things are going to be different. You have to wash your hands. You won't be able to have as many face-to-face interactions with your friends. There may be some friends that you won't be able to play with on the schoolyard. Even though you can see them across the way, you won't be able to play with them. So all of those things are a bit challenging, especially for our four-year-olds. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it's about having conversations about it's going to be different. It's going to look different. You know, that you know our kids understand pretty well, you know, both my wife and I are immersed in COVID-19. We have, uh, you know, taught them all sorts of things throughout the entire pandemic around physical distancing, around wearing a mask, around doing all these things. So they're pretty good at that, I think, uh, almost better than I am sometimes. And uh, so they will get all of those fundamentals, uh, but it will be challenging, especially considering how different it's going to be to what they're used to. Right. Okay. And as for the adults who also have a lot to get used to, let's talk about the back to school plan there. Boy, that advertisement that just got all so much attention for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I think the ad, and if you haven't seen it, it's Dr. Bonnie Henry at the front of a classroom talking to six students, uh, has been highly criticized because not the ad itself, but it just hit that chord of what has been frustrating so many teachers and parents uh, about the back to school. And, and especially when it comes to that idea of physical distancing. And what really on top of that was frustrating was when the Ministry of Education sent out a statement that in essence read, the reason why we had to space students out so far is to ensure their own health and safety. And, and teachers said, whoa. So you're going to require kids to sit closer together when classes actually return than in the commercial. And you say that's safe, but you wouldn't allow volunteer students to sit that close together. It it just didn't make sense. And uh, it was a massive misstep. And in reality, um, the commercial will blow over and it won't be a huge deal, but it does sort of hit that chord of the government has really poorly communicated this plan and hasn't properly acknowledged the frustrations of parents and teachers. It's confusing for people to hear, you know, in your day-to-day life, you must remain six feet apart. You have to keep a very small bubble, but yeah, going back to school and playing and being close together and, you know, you may not know where all your friends' families have been, but that's okay. It's a small controlled environment. That's hard for people to stomach. And even yesterday, Dr. Henry said, well, 
you know, school isn't being around your family or your close friends. You're not going to be hugging. You're not going to be holding hands. This is more like going to the grocery store or going to work. And that's really tough to tell a four-year-old and an eight-year-old that, you know, being with your best friends every day for seven hours is the same as walking down the aisles to pick up some cereal. It just isn't the same. And I, don't, I think sending messages like that is a bit confusing. And I don't understand why they didn't just say this as, we need you to build a school bubble. And we need you to work on this because this is important for kids to go back to school. Yes, we're going to ask you to sacrifice other stuff, but we must build these school bubbles. Yeah, don't use that word bubble because I've been in trouble using that, Simi, because Uh they don't want people to think it's the same as your family bubble. It is your learning group. And and they're trying to get to that language that you mentioned, Simi, because you make a really good point, which is cut down on your other activities, focus on going to school. But even then, it is so challenging to moderate, even if you have 23 kids in your class or 30 kids in your class, you know, what are those other families doing in terms of their work, in terms of the decisions they are making? And yes, September will be different than August. There'll be far less travel and there'll be a greater return to normalcy, but it's still very, very challenging to get people to commit. And that's one of the issues. And I think that's that's the messaging now is cut down on your other activities, refocus in right. September, and the priority should be keeping kids safe at schools. Right. Okay. The other thing that we've had a hard time getting an answer, and we talked to the Surrey School District uh, superintendent yesterday, is what's going to happen if there's like a positive COVID-19 test, right? Like yeah. at what point do we say that school's going to shut down for a little while? Yeah. And so that's something that Dr. Henry has said will depend on the situation and uh, it will depend on, you know, where the best sense is, can they get any sense of where that virus came from and how many exposures there have been in a classroom? And and one of the reasons, again, why the province has been uh, pushing for these learning groups is to allow for contact tracing. So it will be easier to know how many interactions a potentially positive student has had. But does it mean that entire learning group is required to isolate for 14 days? Uh, Do they monitor at home? How does that all work? And it's a great question. And we just don't know the answer to that too. We just, we still don't know all the answers to what at-home learning could look like for parents who choose that option. And we're now getting really close to the start of school. And I think those unknowns, and yes, we know people are anxious and we know there's a lot of unknowns. And I think that should be sort of expected here. But I think there are just far too many unknowns at this point, And it's making people even more anxious than they should be. Right. I guess the other issue is, too, like this is usually when kids start doing their after school activities, right? Soccer season, all that kind of stuff starting up. Is that something that are they talking about, like whether parents should just put all that on hold? Yeah, so Dr. Henry said yesterday that you should. And and it really depends on your situation. So Mm -hmm. what she spoke to specifically yesterday was if you are in a family with somebody who's immunocompromised or is in the midst of cancer treatments, uh, you know, higher risk of uh, getting COVID-19, higher risk of getting really, really sick if you get COVID-19, then this is the year you should cancel those extracurricular activities. No more swimming lessons, no more dance classes, no more soccer. For the rest of the province, it seems like Dr. Henry may be backing off that language a little bit. It's going to be very hard. I've heard from a lot of parents who don't follow the briefings as closely as, as you and I do and, and our listeners do and, and saying, well, oh, great. 
schools back open, that means we can sign the kids back up for activities. It must mean that uh, there's a comfort level there and kids getting back to normalcy. And that's not the case. Uh, If you are going back to school, you should really look at those extra activities because every other contact you have increases the risk of spread of the virus, of contracting the virus. And so that, again, Dr. Henry throughout this pandemic has been very similar. Choice is up to you. You need to assess your own risk. But the overall arching advice is that minimize your contacts, which means if you go back to school, you should seriously think about uh, reducing those other activities you're doing, reducing those play dates, reducing all those things that we're slowly starting to get back to this summer. Shut the door right. on that as we get ready for September 10th and a return to the classroom. All right. So much to talk about, Richard. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Amy. Have a great day. You too. That's Richard Zussman, our global news reporter in Victoria.